Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com memberships. Hello, everyone. My name is John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade, but first, the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker-dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that any trades and results in this presentation are hypothetical computer-simulated trades. Your belief is accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind live results can vary from simulated results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance, wealth, and success coach with Locke in Your Success LLC, where myself and my mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today, I'm here to take you into the realm of something called high-probability options trading. High-probability options trading, or also known as income trading or positive theta trading, is where we utilize option strategies to make money from the passage of time rather than, in it, or in addition to, price movement, meaning that we can often make money whether the price goes up, down, or sideways. This doesn't mean we're going to win all the time, but it does mean we have a much higher probability of winning than we would if we were purely taking a directional bet on the market, as many directional traders do. And today I'm here to share an example of the rock trade. Now the rock trade is a strategy that I developed many years ago, and it has been the best performing rule-based strategy that we've had nearly every year since 2011 when we developed the strategy. This strategy is interesting because it's an adaptive strategy. In other words, it's, it's traded differently depending on what's happening in the implied volatility and skew environment in the marketplace. Uh, it's a trade that we trade on the Russell 2000. It requires a minimum of $5,000 planned capital. The example size I'm going to show you today is a $50,000 planned capital position. Uh, our profit target on this trade is going to be 20% of our planned capital or $10,000 in this example. Our exit loss trigger is going to also be 20% of our planned capital or $10,000 in this example. So let's jump in and take a look at the Mighty Rock. Before we get going, I'd like to remind you to please share and like our videos. It really helps us continue to bring this wonderful content to you. And also, while you're there, feel free to leave a comment. We love to get your comments, and I answer comments personally. Okay, this is how the Rock trade is entered. So what we have is we have a date here of September 20th, 2023. I'm going to do the example here in October, and we're going to go into the October 20th, 2023 expiration, when it is 30 days to expiration. We are going to come in here, and we're going to put on a 10-lot iron butterfly in this case, approximately 20 points under the money. So if you do that, 
we are the asset price is 1819 so we're going to go to the 1800 short strikes we're going to sell 10 of those in both the calls and the puts and we're going to do 50 point wings at 1850 and 1750 this is known as an iron butterfly you put it in in one order and then we're going to buy a call here to bring our delta to somewhat neutral so from an analytical graph standpoint this is what the position looks like this trade is always entered 30 days to expiration but is not always entered in this configuration it's going to depend on the applied volatility skew curve it could be entered multiple ways I chose to do this trade this cycle because this was an extremely challenging trade. It was down um, a good part of the position. In other words, we put the position on. It happened to be, again, this is non-subjective, so we're not taking a look at market movement. We're not taking a look at what implied volatility is doing uh, per se. Uh, we're just entering the trade and we may enter differently depending on what implied volatility skew curve is at, at a given time. But uh, essentially, we're just entering the trade. We're not paying attention to tentacles, and we're trading it out. This happened to be a very bad day to enter the trade. The butterflies in general were overvalued, and we ended up getting uh, an adverse move and so forth. So let's go ahead, and I'm just going to go with this day by day. And you can see how the position evolves, and you can see how it was pretty much underwater the whole way. So the very first day, we get a 23-point down move. Now, the adjustment parameters on this position are essentially we are not doing anything to the position until we get positive 50 delta. And as of right now, we're only positive 30, so that's not a problem. You can see right off, we're drawn down. Uh, 1341 that is what's known as an extremely bad and poorly timed entry it happens from time to time particularly if you're doing it non-subjectively you're not paying attention to the technicals so let's see how this evolves got a good recovery the following day so what happens here is we end up getting a, another down move we are now more than positive 50 delta uh, what we're going to do when we hit that positive 50 delta number is we're going to re-enter as if we entered the trade again. So we're going to come in here. I'm going to close this position out. I'm going to go down to 17, 40 short strikes in this case. We're going to reopen position, and this is what we look like here. So we end up being slightly positive delta on entry, which is relatively neutral. And this is where we're going to go from here. So let's go from day to day. Okay, so this is our first up adjustment. Our up adjustment criteria is essentially if we're minus 15 delta, then what we're going to do is we're going to move either the call or the short strikes to correct our delta and bring it within range. So what we ended up doing here is we took our call and we brought it down to this area here, which is 1700. And um, this is our positioning. So let's move forward again, end up getting a down move. Positive 50 delta is what we're looking for here uh, on this day, October 3rd. We are positive 50 on our delta. This is going to require us to close the position and roll back. So the first interesting thing about this position, other than the fact that it was very poorly timed on entry, is that we are running out of strikes in our cycle. 
And that happens when the market's down just an extraordinary amount. Um, the market makers essentially didn't think the market would be down here. They sometimes add those strikes in later. But as of right now, we don't have them. We have an adjustment to make. So what we're going to do is we're going to jump into another cycle. So I'm going to close this position out here in this cycle. And I'm going to reopen in another one. I have the choice of going 24 or um, 15. There's really no rule protocol for this. It's just, you know, you make your decision and you just go with it. None of them is particularly right or wrong. It depends if you want to act with a higher gamma and be closer to expiration or if you would rather be maybe a little bit flatter gamma and go further from expiration. Here we went closer to expiration. We are at 1724. We're going to put our short strikes at 1700, 10, uh, 50 point wings, just like entry. And in this case, it takes a 72 delta talk call to bring us relatively neutral. So let's move forward here. If we get to the fifth, we're minus 27 delta. We don't want to be more than minus 15. So what I'm going to do is this call's already at 80 delta, so we'll be looking at rolling this 1700 to 1710. And if we do five of that, uh, we come into range, and here is our new position. If we go to following adjustment, again, we're over minus 33 delta, so we're going to try to open these up. Now, this does have a downside risk limit that is in play with a certain price move. So we say if there's an 8% down move and we draw down more than $20,000, our exit loss trigger, then we are going to do something to reduce the uh, total risk in the trade. Um, that did not happen yet. Here we have like 26,000. That's okay. That's within limits. So long as the 8% down move doesn't violate the 20. So that was okay here. Uh, but that's going to start coming into play as we move along. If we come into here on the following day, we have a negative delta trigger once again. And we're going to have to move these strikes. We want to check to make sure we don't have too much downside risk here. Apparently it was okay. So here is our new positioning. If we go into the 10th, what happens is something interesting. So now we had this really big down move. Now the market's bouncing and now we're getting very close to expiration. This rock trade is called the stage four strategy. It gives us a little bit of subjectivity and within the strategy we, we, we call, we allow what's called a lockdown where we're just going to get rid of this call we're going to reduce the risk on the upper side. Uh, on the upside, we're going to maintain a little bit of uh, larger risk on the downside, and we're essentially going to wait and see. So what we did here is, you'll see that we rolled up these long strikes to reduce capital in the trade. We rolled up these strikes to reduce upside risk in the trade. We got rid of the call. And that put us into a broken wing condor. Now, I'm often asked, or it says, John, yeah, but you know, we want to maximize our theta. We have to get inside the tent. We have to get on top of the market. And the answer to that is no. That is not always the best thing to do. As a matter of fact, it's very often very detrimental and it will cause you to lose.
Our objective here is to stay in a good risk-reward profile where we're capable of making something and we're not too much at risk at losing too much money. And then we kind of let it play out. And that's the positioning here. I'm basically saying, look, if the market doesn't come back down again, then, or if it takes off to the upside, then I'm going to lose $2,100, which I'm already down 30, $13, $71 anyway. So I have another 1000 to lose. And if the market backs into range here without putting too, too much risk to the downside of the table, then you know, perhaps we're going to make something here. And this is a much better perspective and attitude to take because if I was going to take this eight days expiration and force myself what we call on top of the position or force the position, the uh, reposition this so we're, we're in the tent, so to speak, I'm at a very high risk of price movement. And realistically, the market's been moving a lot. I mean, look at the markets all over the place. In, remember, eight days, right? We have eight days to expiration. In eight trading days, we've gone from you know, a price level of 1,800 to 1,710. We're traveling 100 points in eight days. What's going to happen? And then the following eight days, we've gone all the way from 1,700 to 1,780, uh, almost 1,790. That's 80 points in four days. The chances of you making money at this point with the market moving like this, the chances of you making money if you try and go on top of the market are like, at an eight-day expiration trade, are almost zero. So you just can't withstand that kind of price movement. So it's a little bit about understanding what's actually happening in the marketplace, which we know because because we're in the marketplace. We know that that's not a good move at this point. So what we want to do is just position ourselves like this. Because look, 100 points up from here is over here. 100 points down from here is uh, 1670. If I stay a little bit shorter range than that, then I have a chance to make some money here. So let's see how this plays out. We go here, we back off a little bit. Now, one of the things I did when we backed off is I reduced capital and I reduced my ups and I also reduced to reduce my downside risk. And I also reduced the number of verticals up here. So I reduced my upside risk. So you can see that uh, we took capital out of the trade. We basically raised our expiration graph a little bit here. It allows us to let things play out. If you don't give yourself a chance to win, you're hurting yourself. So here, we end up getting a 38-point down move. And what happens is I, I run into this problem where with an 8% down move, I'm losing more than 20000 So to correct for that, I'm going to roll these longs in a little bit. And that's going to bring me so that I only have $15,000 capital in the trade. So now I'm six days to expiration. And now if I take a total loss on the trade, you know, it's going to stink. But I'm still within my normal trade guidelines. And the good thing about the rock trade is I can make a 20% gain in that trade. And I could make this up if I in one good trade, so to speak. So realistically, even that loss isn't an issue here. If I continue to go forward, the 13th. We uh, continue to go down. I'm now exceeding a 52 delta limit. So that's another parameter within the trade, right? So uh, as we said before, so I'm exceeding a 52 delta limit. What The way I chose to deal with that is to roll down the upper verticals here, which um, I could possibly have made a better choice there. But an option straight for income, that's what we did. So we rolled this down. That brings our delta within guidelines. It also brings down our risk to the downside a little bit here. And now our trade is back within parameters. If I go 
to the following day. We end up getting a 27-point up move. And, you know, this is our positioning. I can decide if I want to hold that. But I am outside guidelines from a delta standpoint. And I still have a bit of risk to the upside. So what we ended up doing here is just taking off three of these verticals. And now I only have $1,000 risk to the upside. And I can withstand a decent size down move coming into the following day. Let me ignore trades. And the following day, the way that plays out is that, let's see, it looks like we actually went up. So we came down a bit and then we went up. So this is how the following day was. And really there's nothing to do here. I'm within Delta guidelines, and even if I wasn't, I would probably leave it here because I wouldn't want to take on any additional downside risk. And realistically, my risk of the upside is only another few hundred bucks. So I might as well hold it, see what happens coming into the expiration cycle of the trade. And if I ignore trade and do that, what happens on Wednesday is we pull back. And then by the end of the day or our checkpoint time, we are up 28.12. That's called giving ourselves a chance to win without taking on too much risk. It's, a, it's what a intelligent trader does from a positional standpoint. Again, there was no technical bias in here whatsoever. It's just maintaining a position of a fairly good risk-reward profile and allowing ourselves a chance to win rather than trying to force a win, in which case if we did that, I pretty much guarantee you would have lost the trade. So the return on this trade was $2,812, and uh, that was on a planned capital of $50,000, and that makes for a 5.6% return on our planned capital of $50,000 in only 30 days on a very challenging cycle of the rock, this episode's winning trade. And also, if you enjoyed this presentation, please go to LockInYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and discover how you too can follow along with The Rock and other great strategies as they unfold during our weekly trade update webinars called Options Trading for Income within our Go membership. Also, go to TheWinningTrade.com. That's TheWinningTrade.com. You can explore past winning trades there. You can receive free bonus material. And perhaps best of all, you can check out our free trading performance podcast where you can win skyrocketing trading regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to see in the next winning trade, please post that in the comments. I answer all comments and questions personally. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next winning trade. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next trading performance podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our trading performance and pro memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.